1: Hello, and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin podcast. This is Adventures with Outdoor Woman, and here's your host, Mrs. Susie Roloff. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Adventures with Outdoor Woman, and I'm your host, Miss Susie Roloff, and I got the one, the only Mr. Brian B Dog Schiller in the house with me today.
2: What up?
1: What is going on, Brian?
2: You know, just just out here trying to make it, man. Just as trying Ryan, to make it. As Ryan Milford would say.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, not much, man. Uh good to be back. Good to be chatting with the outdoor woman herself.
1: That's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> oh man.
1: Well, you know, first I gotta say, um, you know, after my rough week uh, last week, (laughs) as a lot of people know, um, gotta say, man, it was uh, awesome to have you reach out to me, make sure, you know, I was doing all right and everything, and had some other people reach out, and uh, had a lot of awesome comments on my post, too, so it definitely did my heart some some good. Well, for sure, man,
2: (laughs) I mean, like, we're all family here at paddling finn
3: <laughs>
2: but you know like that's the thing man like i i've been there like i told you you know like last year i probably beat myself up for like a good month after um mark twain event in mm-hmm. uh, missouri uh, like i won 12 inch fish and i would have been in like seventh place you know so it was just like did really good pre-fishing, made some bonehead moves during tournament day and stuff like that. And that, I mean, and I was in the race for um, uh, our region Aoi. I think at that time I was sitting in like sixth or seventh. Uh, Rookie of the year was at play, and like now that was a big thing. Like, and that's kind of why I've taken a step back um, this year. And I've just I've fished tournaments whenever I feel like fishing a tournament. And, um, it, it's hard, like it's that mental game. Like I'm super competitive and I know you're the exact same way (laughs) and it, it just gets in your head and it, it really messes with you because, and I think you put it in one of your posts or maybe you had said it to me or in our group chat or whatever, but it was just like, you know, I've worked so hard and I just feel like I've like totally, like disappointed myself and that's exactly how i felt and you know that's the thing man like like i told you what do you have to prove like you've it just wasn't your day um yeah it was a crappy ending to a, a good season for you you know um but you know on the bright side like it was one tournament it doesn't make you any less of a fisherwoman. <laughs> you right. know yeah. like yeah. um you know on any given day susie can go out and whip probably three quarters of the people that i know like on the water you know and and that's just that you know like um and that's part of like tournament fishing like you were way away from home like fishing <laughs> have you fished those bodies of
1: water um, that was all I've, new
2: water for you right
1: the, the lakes yeah that were chosen were new waters to fish on um i had fished other lakes up there before but sure. not um Managua or tomahawk and then there was Lake Catherine, and then uh, we always like to joke around and call it Kawabunga because nobody could say it right. But yeah. uh, Kawagasaga was the other yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah, that was all all brand new water to me. And well,
2: so those lakes up there, like you, could, if if you're not familiar with Northern Wisconsin, like I was in the Hayward area uh, earlier in the year with Jay and a friend of mine, and we did some lake hopping because you can drive any direction for a half hour or less and be on like 20 different bodies of water. Yes. And, um, and that's a big misconception too, is Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. And there's actually more lakes in Wisconsin than there is in Minnesota. Yep. But, um, and especially in that Northern region, but you can go to one body of water and it's like that brown, like
1: um, kind of tea colored. almost. Yeah.
2: Copper stained. And then you can be on like a totally crystal clear Lake, like, just a mile down the road and then you know um some lakes are rock some are mud sand a lot mm-hmm. of sand bottom lakes with like a lot of weed growth so like they all fish different you know and it's uh when you're have that limited time if you don't figure it out like you're gonna struggle um
3: yeah
2: you know and that's something that you know i've learned over the years just fishing in general um because i like to fish different bodies of water i know a lot of people are the same way but you know if you can't figure that out like in that day or two span that you have to pre-fish like it's gonna be a rough ending you know what i mean but on the on the flip side i mean you cashed a couple checks this year right uh yeah two two see like
1: that's not bad
2: yeah i mean um, you're probably what even after traveling expenses, maybe.
1: Oh no, no way. Oh either. no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't place that good. Su- Susie stays at
2: the Hilton, five five star only.
1: Yeah.
2: That's why her nickname is the Queen, you know. i
1: got to get the Queen Suite, yeah. you know.
2: <laughs> but um, well, I mean, either way, you're you're bringing some money back into your pocket, you know, and it's uh, that's it's a great. thing, man, like you know you help run that club a lot of people look up to you in that club and uh i i think you shouldn't let uh you know a sad end ruin your whole year i mean you had some high moments all year long you know
1: i did i did you know and just you know sometimes like just 2020 in general has just been like a gut punch to everybody oh yeah you know and so just the highs and lows of that and you know this year I didn't have like very many goals I only had just like a couple few and then like after the first couple events I saw how well I was doing in points and I was like oh I might actually have a chance at AOI this year like what yeah. <laughs> you know, so I was like, all right, you know, I'll I'll go for it. I'll go all, all out. And um, you know, I was up in Manaqua. I drove up Tuesday after work, uh, got in around eleven o'clock at night, and then like pre fished my butt off uh Wednesday and Thursday, and then some of Friday, because we had that storm front come through. Oh,
2: that's right on that's
1: Friday. Right. So and that that like played a big factor in things too, because like you know the winds were sustained 15 miles an hour on Saturday, so it was just it, even oh, wow. in a Hobie, yeah, even in a Hobie, it's just you're constantly adjusting and you know constantly fighting the wind, and so that was frustrating in itself, right? You know, and then uh, Saturday night we dropped down into the mid 40s, oh, wow. so yeah, we we had a lot of crazy things yeah yes different factors play in, and even during the pre-fishing time you know i never got anything over i think a 16 you know so like i wasn't really i didn't have like that those confident bites you know but like i had you know enough fish to get a limit but i was like well it's not going to be a very uh big limit and i was like well you know if this is kind of how this is going i bet this is how everybody else was going to do And so, you know, after day one, you know, I just, oh God, I, (laughs) like when it was getting close to like an hour before, um, you know, it was lines out, you know, I'd only had three fish, you know, I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like, where did I go wrong? Like, what could I have done different? You know, and just like started just being like. Man, this is just this is just not how I had planned this to yeah. go down. You know, and so um, you know, as lines out I only had three fish and like I was like, that's it. Like
3: yeah.
1: there is no way that I can keep AOI and that I could even possibly keep uh, you know, the qualification for crossroads, you know, and like it just it, it hit me and I'm like all this work that i did all season just to lose it in one day and i was just like it just like overswept me yeah. you know and, and just like i was just like whatever you know and so like you know checking and everything you know i'm i'm holding it together pretty good and everything and uh you know we got everybody checked in and like i, I like seeing everybody's fish like there weren't very many big fish yeah um you know the average fish caught were you know 15s, 14s, 13s even. So I'm like, okay, like, I, I know that's what people would have gotten. And that shows that, you know, it wasn't like a big fish day or yeah. days, right? you know? Right. And so uh, after day one, uh, we got wrapped up and uh, me and a bunch of guys uh, decided, well, let's, uh, you know, let's go grab a bite to eat or whatever. <laughs> And so, like, that truck ride to the restaurant, like, I called Adam, and, of course, you know, I'm, like, in tears and everything. I'm just like, hi. And he's like, hi, how you doing? I'm like, I only got three
0: fish today. I just blew
1: it. (laughs) You know, just kind of balling and everything, you know. And so he's just like, well, you know, you you're still a rock star in my eyes, you know, trying to cheer me up and uh, everything, you know. I mean, I know. Like, <laughs> right.
3: Good
1: job, I mean, Adam. That, that's just one of the million reasons why I married him. <laughs> and so, uh so we uh so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm at the place, so I'll let you go, you know. And so like I sat in the truck for five minutes, had to compose myself, you know, and um got there, you know, and had some drinks and some food. And I was like, okay, you know, it's This isn't the end of the world, you know. I mean, yeah, I had all these hopes and everything and whatnot. And then, um, like, I had no idea, like, how points and stuff were going to go. And then it was like, well, it's two days. So I'm like, anything can happen after day two.
3: Absolutely. And then
1: uh, day two happened. And um, I heard that it was a different bite for a lot of people, um, like uh, guys that did really good on day one struggled on day two you know like a guy had five fish on day one and only one fish on day two so i was like well maybe there's some hope (laughs) (laughs) you know type of thing but then you know after it was all said and done i had three fish again on um day two um so i was like well you know i'm not completely skunked or whatever but you know it is what it is and uh (laughs) everything was all said and done and the points were released what was that uh monday night or tuesday night uh, I and I can't, was, I,
2: yeah, I think yeah, it was
4: Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And so like, it was like the final like points for the season, you know, and like almost all season long, you know, I was like first in points and, you know, top five qualified for crossroads and everything. And after it was all said and done, it, I had dropped down to 12th. And I just sat there and like stared at that. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> and so I had another like, kind of like, break down again you know and so you know it, it did it did take me a good couple of days to kind of get over that and kind of overcome that and um you know kind of looking back I'm just like did I overreact you know like should I have reacted that way type of thing but I'm like you know it's uh, it's it's valid to feel, you know, sure. things that you feel when you're first in tournament fishing yeah and whatnot, you know. But then, like, at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, if it could have been different if I wouldn't have had high goals. But then at the same time, I'm like, I wouldn't have been challenging myself hard enough, sure. you know, that type of thing. You know, that kind of battle and struggle that we all have and <laughs> that we all deal with every day.
2: Yeah, but, I, th- I think at the end of the day, like you know in in that situation you got to sit down and think like did i learn a lot this year yep absolutely did i fish some awesome waters this year yep absolutely did i catch some beautiful fish this year yep absolutely what, what do you got to complain about then you know it's like
3: yeah you know
2: and, and that's kind of my theory like um you know uh Like I told you, like you can go out on any given day and just whack them. And, you know, I can too. And I can have some bad days as well. You know what I mean? And, um, but at the end of the day, we're just out there fishing, having fun. And that's the most important part of it, you know? And I think, you know, when you get into like, you know, the national level stuff that gets lost, you know, it's, it's work, it's a job. When you're when you're out there on the road and you're, you know, beating the pavement and all that good stuff, man, it's uh, um, I got a lot of respect for, you know, some of those guys that just go 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 you know what i mean granted you know a lot of those guys don't have you know families back at home they might have girlfriends or wives or something but like you know they don't have kids and things like that for the most part or their kids are grown whatever um but you know it's uh it's it's not an easy task regardless of your background you know so i think kudos to you and uh kudos to adam for you know (laughs) getting beat up multiple times because
3: <laughs>
2: banner marsh was closed and oh didn't work out right. you know yeah
3: yeah so yeah.
2: i mean like you said i you know i think you really showed um your skills in fishing this year and i don't think you should take away from that you know yeah. um definitely. it's uh you definitely had some really good tournament days on the water and you were consistently up there in that top 10 and that's what i've always strived for and i think if you can do that like consistently you know what i mean like you're consistently in that that top top you know 10 to 20 percent ain't nobody got nothing on you girlfriend
1: yeah (laughs) and Who else, what other lady and even dude can even say that they flip their kayak and still place ninth in a tournament? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying you know i oh, mean oh yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah that's you've had a wild year kid yes that's for sure that's for sure that I is mean, for you sure you
1: know my show isn't called adventures of outdoor woman for nothing you
4: know <laughs> yeah, you got
2: some wild adventures that's all i'm gonna say
1: right yeah you know? but you know there there is was actually something that's been kind of uh happening um at, uh, work where I work. So, um, I work in the, uh, pathology lab and, you know, we've got like lots of different departments and whatnot, and I'll see a lot of different people in passing and whatnot. And, uh, I've been there for, it'll be a year coming up here in November. Oh, cool! And, um, there's a, one of the pathologists, uh, him and I have really bonded because uh, he's a, uh, he likes to fly fish a lot. He actually ties his oh, nice. ties too. Yeah,
3: yeah. But like,
1: yeah, he'll go to Banner and everything. He's like, all right, let, let's have a friendly little contest. You know, he's like, whoever catches the big bass, uh, if you win, I'll get you a, uh, I'll make you a, like a little hand-tied fly. I was like, all right. And he's like, uh, and if I win, you'll just owe me, I think he said, like, a liter of cola or something like this. (laughs) Something silly. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, you know. And so, you know, of course, banner was closed and everything and whatnot. Um, But then everything had opened at the end of May. And I went down to Newton and I caught that uh, 21, what was that, 20 and a quarter or 21 and a quarter? God, I can't even remember. Yeah, it, was, it, was <laughs> it was big. It was a big one. And so, like, I showed it to him, and he's just like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just like, I, I just need to, he's like, I, I might be able to catch you in the fall, but, man, that is a good fish. <laughs> That's great.
3: That's great. So,
1: But then there was this other guy. Um, who works in another department you know we just kind of you would say hi or whatever now and then and about two weeks ago he comes up to me and he's just like Susie in the however long you've been here how is it that I did not know until just a day or so ago that you really like fishing I'm like I don't know, (laughs) you tell me, I mean look at my desk, it's like fishing themed and everything but he's not really over there very much, or never really paid attention, and he's like well, I like to fish too, I'm like oh well shoot, and so like we probably talked like so much like within like the last couple weeks, so you know he was telling me a couple weeks ago that him and his buddy were going to be going to Banner, so I like you know circled on a map and told him what to take and everything, and he's like you know, we went out there, like, we didn't have a single bite, but you know what? All those spots you drew for me, there were boats in all of them. So I'm pretty sure you you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think so.
2: That's my honey hole.
1: <laughs> right? And so, you know, we were talking even more, and I was uh, asking him, like, what he uses and everything. He's got, you know, kind of like just basic starter stuff and whatnot. You know and when i was showing him like all my pictures of all my fish at banner he just sat there and he was just like golly you just have the life and i'm like i do <laughs> you know, like, saying, like i do yeah. type of thing he's just like you can just, you can just go out there and and just go in your kayak and just catch fish like that is amazing and i'm like yeah it is isn't it <laughs> You know, and it, and it did, it kind of caught me, because I'm just like, you know, I, I do kind of take this for granted sometimes, you know, because, again, <laughs> you get caught up in, you know, life, and, like, the, the tournament scene, too, you know, that can kind of take away from the experiences sometimes, in a sense, too, um, and then, you know, especially with this year, um, <clears throat> it's it's been hard just to, you know, kind of just make it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I talked about this on our show um, with Everett Park this week. Um, you know, Brad Hicks came up here a couple weekends ago. And uh, we went and floated the river for a bit chasing smallmouth. And it was so simple, man. I was in a new canoe, Flint, small, lightweight boat, had my paddle, one rod, and a bag of Ned rigs and that was it like
0: oh wow it was
2: simple fishing like i'm like i'm not e- I'm, I'm not even bringing any more rods i'm just bringing one like i know this is what i'm going to throw 95 percent of the time why well, lug all this crap out there right. and uh it was kind of refreshing because it reminded me of like when i started fishing out of kayaks like i'd bring one or two rods paddle pfd and psh, i'm out on the water and you know we we got into some really nice smallmouth and it was just a great time and you know having that simplicity again and not like you know the added pressures of tournaments and stuff it's nice it's you got to do that like i know so many guys that um so focused on tournament fishing like they don't go out and like fish for themselves and just have a good time like And when I realized that was last year, uh, maybe it was the beginning of this year, listening to one of Drew Gregory's podcasts. And uh, Ken Morris is always on there with Drew. And Ken's like, Drew, when's the last time you just went out and fished for yourself? For yourself. Because he's got that TV show and this and that. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't answer the question. He's like, I don't know. You know, and like, that's the thing too. Like people think, tv shows are all about just going out and catching fish and that's not the case and you know when you got like camera crews following you around like in jet boats and stuff like that you got like a crew of 10 following you around that's what drew deals with you know he's like it's so stressful it takes the fun out of fishing
3: yes
2: you know and and that's the thing like i think you know, once in a while, you just got to take that reset. I'm not hating on tournaments. I just want to say that. No, but, yeah.
3: You yeah. know,
2: like, um, I've just had so much fun. Like, like I said, I've fished a few tournaments this year. Um, But like, not putting my pressure, the pressure on myself has just been refreshing, you know.
3: Right. Yeah. But yeah.
2: kudos to everybody that does <laughs> do what they do, chasing that down, you know. Yeah,
1: most definitely. And so, um two days ago yeah um so his name is terry and uh he was just like so when you have a moment i have a favor to ask of you i'm like (laughs) sure you know and he's just like so you know i've got you know el cheapo stuff from walmart or whatever and you know you you obviously know what you're talking about and what you do and everything and he's just like so he gave me like a dollar amount and he's just like set me up with a rod and reel to get me started. I'm like, you got it, man. I was just like, <laughs> it, it was just so awesome because it was yeah. just like, you know, getting, getting that connection with somebody, you know, and sharing that, that passion for somebody yeah. who's just getting into it. It just like, it, it helped, you know, kind of bring me out of my sure. funk too, you know, and just, it was just so, just so like awesome just to be like, I'm helping this person out, you know, like, that's yeah. just, uh, it just it like meant so much. And then, um what was it, yesterday? Today's Friday, so I think it was yesterday or the day before. <clears throat> um, sitting at work, you know, and everybody had had uh, left for the day because they had earlier shifts. Um, I work 8 to 4.30, and I think it was like about 3 o'clock or something like that. And I'm the only one sitting there, and my phone starts ringing. I look at it, and it says Catherine Field. I was like, call Catherine Field. <laughs> So she calls me. She's like, hey, Susie. And then I hear another voice back there. She's like, Sue. And I'm like, Christine Fisher. Oh,
3: nice.
1: <laughs> so, like, they both called me just to, you know, check in on me and see how I was doing and perk me up and everything and whatnot. That's I was cool. just like, there are some really awesome people out there. So, like, it definitely sure. made my heart happy. And so, yeah, it was great. Especially Catherine. I mean, oh, my gosh, that girl. <laughs> I
2: love her to pieces. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh I'm glad you're smiling again. Um, I, you know, I like I like Happy Susie, you know. <laughs> right. I, <and> I <laughs> and it, like I said, man, it's uh especially here at Paddle and Fin, like everybody, you know, watches out for everybody, you know, like when Milford wanted to quit fishing, you know.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Um, you know, Dustin suffering with COVID and, oh my gosh, and all that right? and um you know our man uh, uh josh is on a break right now he's dealing with some stuff and you know it's like that's the thing man everybody's always checking on everybody i i just got a text from uh dan perry uh this week because i don't even think i talked about this on the podcast but i had posted in our our group chat i was wearing a paddle and fin buff in the emergency room um and I didn't really like go into detail about that. And that was last week. Like my back was just really messed oh. up. Like I thought um like it was to the point where I was having like shooting pains in my side, and I thought like Ooh. my my spleen was gonna explode or something. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm the type of person I only go to the doctor if I think I'm gonna die or I'm gonna die <laughs> death. Um my wife like fights with me over that. Um She's like, you should really like the one time getting off subject. But like the one time I came home from work and uh, I cut myself with a utility knife on my leg and I used uh, I think it was electrical tape to close it up. (laughs) And she's like, how bad is that? And I'm like, it's not bad. Like I close it up. It's got tape on it. Like it'll be fine. Like it's just got to scab up and heal. And She looks at it and she's like you need stitches, like, we're going now, like, so, that's me, like, I had seven stitches later, you know, oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, so, um yeah, so, you know, like, Dan had reached out to me, and he's like, hey, man, I didn't hear nothing, like, I just wanted to make sure you were okay, and it, I mean, that's a thing, man, uh, you got to watch out for everybody, especially nowadays, man, like, in the world today, like, so many people are at each other's throats over, like, this stupid political crap, or, Whatever it may be, and and Corona and all that stuff, like we talked about, man, 2020 has been a jacked up year. Like to to see the brotherhood and sisterhood, like in, in the family aspect, and you know, especially on your social media posts, like I said, like I saw him I knew what was going on, and I scrolled through the comments, and it's like, good man, like people are telling her like exactly how it is, like you know hold your chin up and just keep striving forward and um it's refreshing to get those messages man it's uh you know like i didn't expect that i'm like uh damn perry's messaging me i'm sure it's something podcast related no it was just he was checking on me so that was cool shout out to dp thank you my man but um you know um that's the thing man uh you know you hear about the kayak fishing community and how it's like tight knit and Everybody gets along with each other and stuff like that, man. And we need more of that. And that just goes to prove, like, how awesome our, our little corner of the fishing world is, you know.
1: Right. So You know, I'm kind of segueing off of that, too. You know, we had uh, had a little mention of this in our uh, pedal and Fin group chat. But, uh, you know, kind of talking about, you know, women anglers out there and everything. But, you know, we know that there's probably... A lot of women out there right now who are, you know, wanting to get into it, but there's still that intimidation factor of, you know, fishing against, you know, all these guys and everything. So, you know, somebody brought up, well, what would you think about an all women's tourney type thing? <clears throat> so there is a like a little kind of mini series um, on tourney X that Harmony Rally runs. It's fish like a girl. Okay, And, um, you know, we've got, oh, man, I'd say it averages anywhere from, like, 8 to 15 to maybe 20 uh, ladies sometime in that, you know? So, okay. I mean, the interest is definitely there. The interest is definitely there. But, you know, like, I, I know... There's kind of there can be two sides to this, you know. There's the side of well, you know, I I want to fish with you know everybody and be seen as a, an equal to everybody, and that's sure. awesome. More power to you. And right. then there's other ladies, you know, who are just going to be so like shy and intimidated, and they're like, I, I I don't I don't have the courage to you know get out there because the, all these guys and everything, and I'm just going to look silly and everything. Well, if we have it be all ladies you take that intimidation factor out completely. Right. You know, and they're like, Oh, it's just all ladies. Oh, yeah. Hey, they like to fish like me too. Let's get her done. Well,
2: I, and, and that's a thing. Like, and, and I'll admit I was the one that posed the question and, and, and I wasn't trying to be offensive by it, but like I've, I've heard both sides of the story and mm-hmm. I just wanted your opinion. Cause I think like in general, at the time we were talking about tournaments in general. Cause, uh, Armando and Jimmy did a podcast and they were talking about like the kayak tournament world with, with all these different things going on between KBF, Hobie, bass, KBBT, now the KBL mm-hmm. or, uh, is that what it is? Or kayak KFL.
1: League? I KF... fish for, uh, yeah. Kayak yeah, fishing. Kayak fishing league. League. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Like, you know, there's so many things going on, you know, but, um, I think you had said, we need to get, see more women in there. And I was like, I absolutely agree. Like, you know, you got, you're part of that worldwide women's fishing federation, or did they change it to shorten up uh, the name? Women's
1: fishing federation now. All right. yep, women's we, fishing we federation. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, I mean, and, you know, talking to you about it, like, um, one of, uh, Rocktown's customers, a good friend of mine that I deal with whenever she comes into the shop, Heidi Britton um she um i had actually told her about the event because i knew you were doing it and i was like hey i think this is something like you'd be interested in and this is no offense to heidi but like i had ran into her we were doing a demo at the lake she fishes here locally and uh i was like oh what are you fishing with like what are you gonna catch and this and that and like she's like i don't know what should i be fishing with you know and like i tried to you know um talk to her about some stuff and i felt like she was taking in what i was talking about but she was still at the same time a little intimidated and i even offered to go out fishing with her a couple times last year and she was like yeah i don't know maybe like i think she felt like embarrassed like if she wouldn't catch a fish or whatever because she struggles on the lake but the lake she fishes is very highly pressured and i keep telling her that i'm like don't give up like (laughs) you know, this lake, it's either on or it's completely off. It's nothing in between. And, uh, so like this year she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll meet you out there. Like, sure. You know? And, um, so I think I've fished out there a couple times. Um, and, you know, she's always following me around, like wants to learn, wants to, you know, see what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. And like, Well, I ended up figuring out the white bass, so I was like, this is what you need to do, like, and I don't know if she caught one or not, um, I think she may have hooked up with one, I forget, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's cool, and I think, like, that interaction is healthy, like, I think that has made her feel more comfortable, like, now she can go out fishing with anybody, like, she's like, you know, I'm gonna talk your ear off and ask you a bunch (laughs) of questions, and I'm like, It's totally fine. Like, I got no problem with that. Like, ask away. Like, um, if you want to try one of my rods or, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. a bait Mm -hmm. or something that I have, like, absolutely, like, no problem. And I think she was like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm not intimidated by this, you know? Like, and and that's the thing. I think ladies shouldn't feel intimidated. And I think I posed the question because obviously you got the large. Uh, women audience here at Paddle and Finn which is great Like, I remember before you came on like 1% of our listenership was women and I think now it's like 9%? 10%? Like that's huge in a male dominated sport Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I love seeing that and I think I tell you about that like sometimes when I'm going through looking at analytics I haven't I'm guilty I haven't looked at them in like a month or two like as far as like how that breaks down and how many countries we've been played in, whatever. <laughs> right. But um, you know, it's it's interesting to see. And like, you know, I pose the question because a, I didn't want it to be offensive. Like, oh, all the women should. I by no way all the think like, oh, women should have their own thing. And you know, you stay out of the mentally. I wasn't like implying that at all. Oh no, yeah, yep. I think I think it just it's it like in my opinion and my thought process on it was is if you have something like that that's a way for like some of these ladies to come out of the shadows that maybe go out fishing but they're like intimidated by that uh competitive aspect against Mm -hmm. the men um like that's a good icebreaker you know like the noobs tournament it's the same thing and i'm not saying women are noobs so I hate that I have to be so politically correct about <laughs> this, but like, you know, like um, that was set up for like anybody that felt. And, and here's a good example, too, um, for anybody that felt like they were um, intimidated by like joining a local club or fishing a KBF online or something like that and getting their feet wet and getting them ready to take that next step and um there's a gal in the news tournament regina jones and i remember seeing her name in the first one and i was like sweet there's got a chicken here that's awesome (laughs) and um i think she caught like one or two fish um that first event this past month she took like eighth or ninth i think but she caught a giant it was like a 22 giant. and a half yeah
1: it was like a 22 and a half or 22 and 3 quarters it yeah, was a dude. ridiculous fish
2: yeah. dude and i know. i gave her a shout out in in the captain's meeting for this month and i was like i love seeing it keep climbing up that leaderboard like that's awesome dude i love seeing that like the growth of of any angler um mm-hmm. you know like i always use milford as an example um Just because, like, I remember when he had reached out to me to do a podcast on when it was, like, his podcast before we had him come join the family over here. And, like, he named off every bass he caught in five years. And I was like, dude, I couldn't tell you how many bass I caught, like, this week.
3: This week. You know what I mean? And
2: (laughs) And now to see him come up, like... I think he won a tournament or something. It was like a small tournament club tournament in Tennessee. Like, you know, he's, he's catching fish and like just seeing his excitement and seeing his growth, you know, and, and a lot of that I would say, and I think Ryan would agree like, you know, that attributes to doing these podcasts, like talking to different people and learning from them. Like his segment is mostly learning related um you know talking about techniques and things like that with different anglers and like he'll even tell you like he doesn't use some of them but like some of the ones he does use like he's really figured them out by like those Mm -hmm. conversations and i know we've had numerous people across the board reach out uh just to the podcast and whole like hey listen to this episode and like i learned this like that was a great idea i never thought about that or you know whatever or Like, you know, I'm sure some people are going to relate to the beginning of this episode, like, where they've just been, like, devastated because they've fished their butt off and whatever. But you bounce back from that, like, and that's That's a thing. Like, it's funny, we talked uh, the other day and you were like, I'm over that, dude. I'm going to catch some giant salmon in two weeks or something like that. And I was like, all right. That's what I'm talking about. And it was a little more explicit, but like, you know, I was just like,
1: a little bit more. Yep. Yep. Susie's
2: back. All right. That's awesome. You know,
1: that's right. You know when I'm back. Yep. You know when I'm kind of down, but you know when I'm back.
2: But I think it's interesting. I think it would be a good poll. Like I would pose to like, you know, the ladies that listen to your show, like reach out to Susie. We want to know, like, would you be opposed to that? Would you rather like give it a shot, like at a club level, or or just fish a national event with everybody else? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a national event, but like if there was some kind of like women's league, like live events, because I think that's where you learn the most. You know, monthly yes. you get stuck in a repetitive cycle. I'm gonna go fish, yeah. fish my same little spot until I catch five big fish. Um, whereas like that live aspect, it, it makes you learn how to fish like in tough situations. Like we Mm -hmm. were talking about before, like the different lakes and things like that. And, um, I'm curious, I know Susie's curious. I mean, maybe we can make this happen. That's all I'm saying.
1: I know yeah I I've, I've definitely had some ideas too you know because it, it's all about you know the approach for you know a lot of women you know you're you're going to have your your steadfast women who are just going to be like all gung ho be like yeah, yeah let's let's go fish with these big boys you know and then you have the other side of the spectrum where the girls are just like I don't know I don't yeah. know <laughs> you know I mean it, it's fine like you know there's been times where I've been like that too and I'm just like I I I know, <laughs> you know. It's just like I I'm afraid to kind of go up and say, hey, like I feel like I'm gonna bother somebody or something like that. Like I get it. Like I've been there before, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. just like you know, th- there's gotta be this this opportunity that we can give women, you know, if we have to do like a, a state thing, like a um, a national thing, you know, whatever it may be, you know. And we are kind of already doing. Something like that with the uh, Women's Fishing Federation. Yeah,
3: right, right, You know, I
1: mean, granted, you know, we've had to uh, cancel the meetup because of COVID and everything. But um, if, you know, any of the lady listeners uh, are listening and watching, if you are wanting a great resource to, you know, learn, grow the knowledge and ask the questions... And, you know, not feel, like, intimidated or, you know, feel ashamed. You know, we, we get questions all the time about, like, stuff that you would think, oh, this is just too simple to ask. Like, that they're going to think uh. I'm an idiot or something. Like, no, it, it is nothing like that at all. There is no such thing as a stupid question. And uh, actually starting either next week or the week after, I'm going to start doing some... Um, Uh, live feeds uh, to the women's group on um, just uh, like you know like simple things like all right, you know how do you rig a Texas rig you know how do you put uh, baits on like a chatterbait you know just like kind of start with like some simple things you know to get the ladies started and get them going so like if you know ladies are out there listening and watching and they want to join up you know uh, either message me or look up on Facebook um, WFF the uh uh the women's fishing event, or gosh, I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden. Women's uh, Fishing Kay- Federation. Yeah, uh, yes, thank you. Women's Fishing Federation. <laughs> kayak fishing experience. Yeah, the, well, it's like WFF and it's like the kayak fishing experience or something like that. So, anyway, yeah. but yeah, just look up um, Women's Fishing Federation or just message me and I'll get you hooked up, get you added to the group. And, uh, yeah and we want to hear we want to hear your thoughts and opinions on this you know what what would bring you out of the shadows to uh you know get into kayak fishing you know do you just not have the tools and resources um are you not able to travel like do you want to travel with somebody do you want to like convoy do you want to like share a room with someone like are you afraid to ask about like hey what should i bring for this tournament you know that's those are the questions we want to hear. You know, we, we definitely need to see and get more women into this. No, totally.
2: And I think that's it, too, man. Like, I always bring this up. Like, the first time Jay and I had you on the podcast, um, we talked to you, and you were, like, talking about the struggles of tournament fishing. And, like, the whole, like, because I don't think about it. like Like, I'm going next weekend – A bunch of us are meeting up, I think, in Tennessee, Kentucky, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) But, like, we can share a hotel room or, you know, whatever. Like, you know, like you said, like, it's kind of weird going, hey, dude, can I crash in your room, bro? (laughs) Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, get it. I get it. Um, But I never think about that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that is like that puts an extra cost burden on on you ladies and things like that and um you know i know you've had a couple situations where like there was other women going to events and you shared a a house or a hotel room or whatever and like that's cool that's good to see and i think that's part of it too like when you guys did the women's fishing federation you guys had like over 50 women and i was just like holy cow like that is awesome like
1: you know for the first time yeah for for the the very first first event yeah we had to cap it
2: (laughs) yeah and that that's a thing too like you know all you ladies that put a lot of work into that um did a phenomenal job and you guys all have just uh very successful backgrounds in fishing like and you're each knowledgeable and very different things as well so i think that's good because you know like I've always said with the podcast, right? We got however many segments, like somebody may not relate to my point of view, but they may relate to yours or other podcasts in general. Like Mm -hmm. some people may not like Paddle and Finn, but they like my buddy Bailey over at Serious Angler or Zach Karell at Yak Legion or whatever. Like sometimes hearing it from a different point of view more relates Um, in that, grasp your attention and then you know you're learning from it so i think that's very key like it's not just one lady trying to take this all on like the whole i don't know what would you call yourselves uh you know stewards of this program like um you guys are all awesome and you guys all have accomplished many great things so it's cool to see and i think that too like you know with with a quote-unquote women's fishing series or tournaments, things like that, like, I think ladies are going to grasp onto that more, you know? I'm sure there's going to be a lot of dudes jealous. I mean, you guys had that. Like, they were all jealous because you guys were holding seminars and stuff like that, you know? Right? Lord knows a lot of those guys probably could have used it.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. Exactly, you know? And the other part of it is, too, you know, is, like, maybe also with getting more ladies into this, you know, we can hopefully get more, um, how, sh- how should I put it? So, like, I don't know. For me, as a bigger gal, it's hard to find, like, women's fishing pants. Like, I always have to find men's, you know. Just, like, things like that, you know? It's just, like, where are these companies who are going to be like, oh, yeah, we hear your voices, like, let's let's attend to you, you know? And, like, little other things, like fishing rod uh, colors and fishing reel colors. Like, I want some different colors other than black and silver, damn it.
2: <laughs> I want a bedazzled rod. Come
1: on, huh? <laughs> right? You know, I mean yeah just just little things you know but just you know being able to you know share and and come together and you know talk about those things too you know to to get just get those experiences and get that positive effect i think you know is just going to be key and critical as well which is what you know the women's event was you Absolutely. know, I mean, nobody knew like what it was going to be until we got there, you know, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, you guys are as crazy as I am about yeah. fishing. All right. <laughs> oh, you get up at four o'clock in the morning, too, to try to. Oh, dude. Like,
2: yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, it's it's the same with the guys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all the same. And. um I love seeing more of the unity. Absolutely. But I think like, you know, if, if it would help bring more women out forefront into the sport, like by having a, you know, women's only series or events, things like that. Like, I mean, there's so many great women out there that just crush it all the time. And I think, yes, because this is more of a male dominated sport. Like, they don't get the spotlight that they deserve, and they should. Um, you know, the only one that I think that's really gets it 100% um, is Christine Fisher. You know what I mean? Yes. Which is great. At least we have somebody out there, right, That yes. that's yeah. making the lady's voice heard. Um, but there's so many others, you know. You, Gene Wilson, Catherine Field, yes. Katie Baca. Um,
1: Cher Carbassin yeah
2: Cher Carbassin like <laughs> Jamie, uh,
1: Stevenson. Jamie Mitchell, you know, Jesse Mitchell, yeah, Jesse
2: Mitchell, sorry, yep. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many, and they catch just as many and just as big fish as everybody else, like, right? That's exactly. all I'm saying,
4: exactly.
2: That's all I'm exactly. saying,
4: yeah.
2: Watch out, boys, you're about to become little girls. <laughs> So I
1: know. Like like I I can't wait for the day when you know there's like an even playing field of men and yeah. women in a Hell tournament. Yeah. Like that that would just be that awesome. Would blow my mind. It would blow my mind. And then what would even blow my mind further is if there are more women than men.
2: Oh
1: yeah. In a that that would be just outstanding.
2: I can see it happening, I mean, especially this year, like, so many people were forced to go outside, which is awesome, yes. I love seeing that, like, I'm a huge advocate for the outdoors, and, um, you know, I think a lot of folks, uh, like, husband and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, they couldn't go to yes. movies, they couldn't go to dinner, couldn't go to ball games, so they were going out paddling, like, Yes. Um, Which is great. And then next thing you know, you throw a fishing rod in the kayak. And, you know, it all starts with that first bite, whether it be a bluegill, a bass, a perch, a crappie, a catfish, t- doesn't matter. Like it all mm-hmm. spirals off of that, you know?
3: That's so right.
2: I think it's cool, man. Um, you know, I've even, even in like bigger boat world, like there needs to be more ladies yes. in the yes. forefront. Um, like there's one woman, uh, you know, I used to fish, uh, with my buddy on the walleye tours and, uh, there's a lady out of Ohio. Um, we all call her jewels. And I think she owns a charter business, jewels, fishing adventures. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, she would go out and just hammer, hammer on like a majority of the field and it was always awesome to see her up there in the top you know and um i've never fished with her but i've met her personally super nice woman and just a wealth of knowledge um so i mean that's the thing too like all the ladies don't have to just catch bass there's other right. opportunities you know but
1: mean, yeah and we need to get them don't...
2: in the spotlight
1: Yeah. And if you don't know, there is a Ladies Bass Anglers Association out there. You know, where it is just a ladies thing. You know, they're they're not like, you know, they look like, you know, FLW anglers and everything. You know, they got the jerseys, they got the boats and everything. But you just, you you never hear about them. And it's just like, we need to get this up there, you know, with the guys. And then, like, we just, we need to get them in with the guys as well because i mean they could probably outfish a majority of these guys
2: the way i look at it it's kind of like uh, like kayak fishing is right mm-hmm. now in general to the big boat world big bass yes world. Yep. you know we're like kind of like this little novelty thing over here in the corner but <laughs> i guarantee you i'll put 20 freaking of the top kayak anglers against the top 20 bass pros flw pros fl mlf pros whatever and i'm pretty sure those boys are going to go home crying uh, because they got beat by a bunch of guys out of little plastic boats you know yep um so that's the thing like there's just got to be an overall you know demographic man it we're all doing the same thing it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or if you're in a plastic boat or a glitter rocket that costs you 150 grand or right. you're fishing out of like a hobie or a pelican or off a sup or whatever you know like it's all the same man we're all just right. fishing one That's common great. goal
1: That's right we'll break through <laughs> that glass ceiling
2: <laughs> yeah i like it man i'm interested to hear hear the feedback though it it me would be too. yeah
1: yes me too Exactly, exactly. Watch
2: out, ladies. Susie's Worldwide Fishing League is coming your way.
1: <laughs> you never know what might happen for I mean, 2021. That's not a bad idea.
2: I like it. I like it.
1: The Women's Kayak... Oh, snap. The Women's Kayak Fishing League.
4: WKFL.
1: Hell
4: <laughs> There you go. I love it. I
1: mean... If there's going to be a KFL for next year, why not a WKFL?
2: Boom. What's up? Take that. What's up? (laughs) Little boys. I love it.
1: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I think I'm definitely going to end the podcast uh, on a high note. Um, So, yeah, if you guys uh, haven't... Uh, in, well, we mentioned it earlier, but uh, yeah, this next week, um, Wednesday after work, I'm driving north to Manitowoc. I'm going to be uh, trolling some of these guys behind me, hopefully catching some 30-pound king salmon, because let me yeah, tell you,
4: buddy, they
1: are running big this year, so yeah, buddy. I am going to hammer some salmon, Heck
4: that's all yeah. I'll say.
2: I love it, man. That's going to be a blast. Oh, my God. I'm so excited.
3: It's like, yeah,
2: it's like every, like, four or five years you get a big healthy school or Mm -hmm. schools where they just come in plump.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they've been coming in since, uh, somebody told me, like, a good, decent wave has already been coming in since um, mid to late August.
4: Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, they cool come in nights. waves.
1: So I mean, yep. yeah, yep, they'll come in schools and come in waves. So you better come prepared. So yeah, if anybody's wanting to go up there, um, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, half a Sunday. Uh, if you want to tag along, I'm gonna have both Hobies with me. Um, I've got a buddy using it on Saturday. But uh, yeah, you want to come troll for salmon? Hit me up.
2: Nice. I'll take you out.
1: I'll take you Boom. out. Boom.
2: I like it. That's right. Well, good luck up there uh it should be fun man it's it be- it, i know it's a tournament you always look forward to every year yes. um yep. salmon salmon fishing's a little de- different and uh they're definitely a ferocious fish like
1: yes
2: they <laughs> they don't like to come in the boat
1: <laughs> yeah and you better make sure you've got your hooks upgraded and your lines tied right and your drag set so yeah it's Gonna be phenomenal
2: i like it i so
1: excited <laughs>
2: <laughs> i love it love it
1: oh shoot well brian thanks for jumping on with me today
2: absolutely
1: always a pleasure to have you on the show i need to get some of the other guys on here every now and then just to kind of mix it up a little bit be uh, like
2: <laughs> they're not cool enough
1: <laughs> right i mean yeah they're not as cool as you know brian <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs>
2: i don't know about that but yeah we got a good good group man you should uh definitely chat with some of the other guys
1: we do we do we do
4: awesome yeah buddy (laughs) yeah buddy
1: all right guys well thanks for joining today and we'll see you on the next adventure
4: peace on all your jig and tackle needs.